0: I
1: Are uh it's July? I'm sorry, it's August, August thirteenth. Bob, Spike, and Joe, and well, uh, that's going on. But Lisa and I have been on a kind of a news holiday, so I've I've sat out a lot of it. Uh, and Joe, you've you've sent some interesting stories. It's been a busy news day, uh you know,
2: nationally and in our neighborhood and everywhere. And obviously, I guess the top story is at least we know who's running for. President and vice president on both sides of the ticket. That was kind of uh, uh, the, the biggest news of the day, I guess, when Joe uh, rolled out his
1: VP uh, partner. Yes, Kamala Harris uh, is getting, uh, you know, uh, 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 she seems to be getting a nice welcome all the way around. So far, the, the <laughs> most <who>?
3: of,
1: Well, <laughs> from everybody. I mean, even Trump said nice things about her. and, and uh, not, What? <laughs> and not nice things about her, but... No, he has. He said something about it. She'd be a good choice. Uh, there was an old piece of audio they played. He also donated to her campaign a couple of times. And uh, at least in day one, I, I haven't seen him say anything that would make me go, oh, my God.
2: Trump? No. Well, what he said today, or at least tweeted today, and I don't know if it was particularly Kamala Harris, but I thought it was Trump at his best. What did he tweet? <laughs> Uh, he's counting on the housewife vote. Um, the uh, right <laughs> yes. after the uh, yes. announcement, the uh, I loved that. That uh, I give you. I don't want to misquote the leader of the free world, so I can get you his uh, actual tweet here. Um, he said, uh, uh, "The suburban housewife in quotation marks, not by me, but by the president." Right. The suburban housewife will be voting for me. They want safety and are thrilled that I ended the long-running program where low-income housing would invade their neighborhood. Biden would reinstall it in a bigger form with Cory
1: Booker in charge. Hmm. Um, what low-income housing did he end?
2: Well, what he's basically saying here to the suburban housewife is... Here come the black, black people. people. Black people are going to move into <laughs> your neighborhood. Oh. Yeah. Here they come. Don't so bring, so bring in the black people. They're even going to put a black guy in charge of making sure the black people are moving into your neighborhood. So so I don't like to use the Karen term, but he is getting the Karen vote all all sealed up here. Ah, uh, okay. And, and, and even the suburban housewife doesn't like to be called the suburban housewife. I mean... Are there any suburban housewives? I mean, I guess, well, technically, uh, well, Lisa is now a country housewife. She she, she lives in yeah, the country.
1: It's, it's, but but I, I'm, I'm following your line of thought here. I, none of those um, generalizations exist, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Every well, I, person I is an
1: individual. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're
2: not coming from me. They're coming from the president. He's the one that's putting it out there.
1: Mm. So, uh, but, I, you know, None of that is earth shattering. I mean, compared to wishing Galen Maxwell well, wink, wink, pardon, pardon, nudge, <laughs> nudge. I thought it was a pretty tame day. I thought, it was, well, I think that's kind of cute. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh,
2: it's. I'm not, I'm not criticizing him. I'm just. Nah saying a tiny, tiny bit out of touch and, and a tiny bit of fear mongering but you know that's okay hey I i'm a bit
1: it. out of touch and i if i knew how to fear monger i'd probably do it a little bit but <laughs> i get it
2: well he's counting on the suburban the husbands too and the, yeah. you know the, the the uh and everybody else but i like it now because i've kind of held back on talking about politics and i still won't make it a focal point but now that at least the the teams have been chosen it's kind of like you know you can speculate about the nfl all you want until the season really starts now that we have the Mm. the teams chosen we're going to have the conventions next week and and then you know we're heading to finally a a a bit of a finish line here on this
1: so it's so would you say we have the final four in our sights now
2: yeah, yeah the final four for for the uh you <laughs> yeah. know for the main parties and unless and, and i'm still not saying that that's etched in stone something crazy can happen and you know we've still got many many days before you know people mail in those ballots so uh, yeah. we'll see how it goes but well then, you know then, i
1: mean it, it, these days he, he, there's no limit on age to run for president sumner redstone could throw his hat into the whoops wait a minute it's just yeah. coming in <laughs> oh,
4: it's a little late come for him on
1: too. come on how about that he lived to be 97 years old
2: did you ever meet him
1: i never did have a chance to meet uh sumner redstone uh, or talk with him Um, He was, you know, I met some CEOs and presidents and vice presidents within the CBS organization. But, uh, you know, they were, uh, what do you call the, the henchmen?
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Underlings. Minions. Well, no, they were captains. I, mean, good, I think good captains. The go. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, we were minions.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and you know, he was a very well-respected guy, uh, but also a, a tough businessman. He, he made a massive media empire. Uh, and he, you know, by all accounts, uh, lived i mean that's a ripe old age i don't know if you get any riper than that 97 i mean
4: when you got that kind of money and that kind of power you leave a you, you live a pretty protected if not sheltered life i mean right right his his brain worked hard his nerves and his stress levels must have been immense but i'm pretty sure he didn't pick his own grapes off the vine i'm pretty sure you know, had people doing anything and everything he needed done for him.
0: Yes.
1: Now he was into uh, a health drink. I'm trying to remember remember what the name of it was. It was like a fad thing he used to drink that he said would uh, allow him to live forever. And what's funny is that, like chocolate who
4: so much- wasn't it? Chocolate no, it wasn't. I mean, it was. Um,
1: I'm trying to remember Great the name. Great Mihai. No, it was. <laughs> oh, so shoot. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm looking on Wikipedia because it was a big deal. I mean, I think Doctor Oz promoted this health drink. Yeah. Um, it was at like agave or something like that, Joe. It, it was something that we actually talked about over the years on the
0: show.
2: Well, I remember because I don't remember the drink, but when when he was our like big, 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 big boss, none of us ever met him, but he's the, ultimately the head of CBS where we worked for a decade. And when we started there, he was 77 and it's like, how does, you know, how does this guy have any business running this company? And they're like, Oh, this dude is sharp. He's playing tennis every day. He's, uh, you know, uh, he's as active as they come. And I think he. I don't even know if he ever retired. I think finally. Well, I think uh, once the uh, the whole Me Too and uh, CBS, the culture was a little tainted from uh, from all that. I think that's what finally okay. put him out the door. But
1: I, I found Did the story found about. Yeah. His, see, he believed he would be immortal, and this story was written in 2011. So nine years ago, he would have been like 88. 84.
4: Eighty-eight.
1: Okay. Uh, he was being interviewed by Larry King back then, and uh, <laughs> Larry
4: King said, "Hey, old man," yeah. which Larry King never gets to say. Uh,
1: no matter what Larry would ask him, uh, he would circle back to his own immortality. He said, "I have no intention of ever retiring or of dying. I'm the curious case of Mister Redstone, and here are his health tips." Which he didn't live forever, but ninety-seven. I still don't. You want to know what they are? Yeah, Joe. drink the blood of younger broadcasters. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, here's what he said. Sumner Redstone's diet tips. Eat all the antioxidants you can until 12 every day. That includes goji berries, green machine smoothie, and tomato juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's his, in the morning, just tons of antioxidant berries. Then he said he skips lunch because he's so full from breakfast, and for dinner he had the same thing every night. Take a guess: big steak? No. Human heart? <laughs> <laughs> Probably chicken. Uh, you know, breast if, he, he, if he'd read that, would get you past a hundred. He might have done that. No, for chicken dinner. Chicken breast and salad. If he did it right. No. Is that what, no? No, for dinner every night he ate fish without fail. And at the end of his night, you'd like this part, Joe. He drank a shot of vodka every night. Wow. And why did uh, he do that, Larry King asked? Because it's a wonderful antioxidant, but they don't want to tell you because they are afraid you will abuse it. Vodka? The fish or the vodka? Well, been yeah, talking really. about the vodka. <laughs> so mm. who knew vodka was so good for your health? Um, He also says his physique and how he lived so long was due to his 90-minute daily workout. And this, you know, some of this sounds like pretty good advice. Uh, He worked out 90 minutes every day, no matter what. He said he was very disciplined.
5: Hmm,
2: that vodka thing, you know, the Russians announced they have a cure for coronavirus. They didn't say what it was. So maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something. Blood of Sumner Redstone, maybe.
1: Stolizniacin. Stolizniacin, they
4: call it, yeah. (laughs) Hydroxystolizniacin.
1: Right. So, uh, anyway, uh, people who fear dying are people who are going to die, said Sumner Redstone. I'm not going to die. I'm going <laughs> to live forever. I know it's easy, to, it's easy to rub his face in it today. Don't let me in that category of people who <laughs> think they're going to die. This interview, be- by the way, was when he was 85. And wow. he said, I feel as if I'm 20 years old in every way, even sexually. Now he's f***ing. Larry King, right? <laughs> <laughs> Larry knows better. Anyway, I can believe the, that. The super,
4: the super drink, drink. He, yeah. was, he was fond of was called Mona V. Remember that?
1: Mona V? Yes, 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 yes. That yep. was a super drink. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what was in it. Mona V was a fad for a while. Uh, anyway, Redstone w- was, in this interview, completely serious. And he might have been mocking himself a little bit, says the author uh and uh he said about his employees i treat everyone like family and uh you know given how he feuded with his sister that, <laughs> that he <doesn't> really <laughs> treated him good everyone should taste their right. food <laughs> anyway so sumner redstone well, 97 a life well lived yeah. yeah how old do you think you're gonna live to be
2: well, I've said many times I plan to get to triple digits. One hundred. Yeah. Yes, I feel. Uh, well, you depending
1: know, upon where you put the decimal point, I uh, <laughs> I know you and you spin things. You really think you're going to get to live to a hundred? I plan to, and I think I will. Yes, and okay. I,
2: I I fully the way medicine goes. I mean, and obviously a you know a bus or a pandemic can take me out next week. But sure. the way modern medicine or a donut. Is, Mm, donuts no more i'm i'm i don't even want a donut anymore it's funny no i've changed my diet quite a bit i can't wait to hear
1: about this Uh, well
2: i've had a diagnosis of diabetes when you when you're when you're basically looking at a donut and going you know what that's what's going to kill you then it doesn't seem you know a handful of blueberries i'm with sumner on that one i'll take the antioxidants
1: awesome so are you exercising do you have a fitness program now
2: uh i walk uh uh, That's how block. most of us
1: get around. Well, well yes.
2: <laughs> the uh, well, the 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 the. I mean, I'm not saying I'm as as disciplined as Sumner Redstone was, but, and yeah. I'm still getting my systems down. You're definitely
1: but, more disciplined than him today. <laughs> you walked
2: for as he heated today. Yeah. <laughs> Not much, but a little. A little but, oh, just a little. Man, you're, a little
1: you're a little less sedentary than Sumner Redstone today.
2: And that's all it takes. That's what my doctor said. He's Not like, a lot, well, yeah. what, what are you going to do about it? You know, he goes, well, I said, I need to get a workout program going. I need to He goes. Nah, slow down, slow down, slow down. He goes, what do you do after you eat? And I said, oh, I usually, you know, sit down and watch the news or whatever. He goes, okay, well, now... After you eat, not right after you eat, but within an hour or so after you eat, go for a walk. And he says, I'm not talking a half hour. I'm talking 10 minutes, whatever. Just get out of your chair and go for a walk. He says, if you yeah, do but you that. Think
1: he's it, just trying to trick you into moving a little bit so that he can tell you next time to move more
2: oh yeah and and then that's that's and it's you know put one front foot in front of the other and you got to start somewhere so that's what i've been doing and also he gave me a list of foods that are you know definitely if you can do do you know just don't even make these part of your world and you're going to be better off and he also gave me a list of these can be part of your world a little of the time. And then these are the ones okay. you really want to concentrate on. So, uh, donuts, white flour in general, not part of my world. I can still have a piece of whole grain toast. So does that uh, mean pizza is gone forever? Pe- well, it, if, uh, if you want it, it's not
1: gone that forever. That was a yes enough. or no question. Uh,
2: okay. Well, and, and and no. yeah. well let <laughs> me tell you I'm how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I said, I love pizza and, uh, the doctor said what kind of pizza and i said oh you know just about any pizza i said i like pepperoni i, I like uh, Gooey ham cheesy, and, good kind, yeah. and uh he said well what kind of crust do you use and i said you know whatever and then i realized i said you know mod pizza has a great cauliflower crust that i actually like better than their regular crust he said there you go
1: cauliflower said, pizza
2: oh it's the best if you i don't know if you have mod pizzas out there but <laughs> so here's but my maybe, problem
1: with cauliflower pizza What's that? I believe that the cauliflower pizza, um, I believe it's a gateway pizza. Well, to to lead you to like a big deep dish. Yes, I believe that you could go, you could say it's safe for me to go to the pizza place because I'm just having a cauliflower pizza. And then the dealer, I mean the chef uh, in the pizza place will make you a cauliflower pizza, but you can't go in there without smelling the good kind.
4: Well, well smell the is
1: fine. Yeah,
2: the cauliflower is the good kind i mean if, if no. i if i put this cauliflower in front of you you would go you know that is a crispy tasty crust now, i'm not saying everybody probably does it right but yeah. but that's the deal is looking for better choices looking for sure of I, course I, I i go to peco's pit barbecue you know what they do now i don't know if you guys have been to peco's pit or if you I
3: haven't probably ever, been a while. yeah they have a uh, guy
4: who fills out wills as you're waiting in line no no uh,
2: uh, uh, but uh, but all they used to sell back in the day was barbecued sandwiches and that's uh, what we Mm. always got and they're the best in the city now they have their barbecue sandwiches but they also have a salad and in this salad they will put some black beans some corn some parmesan cheese and a huge pile of sliced beef brisket and barbecue sauce on top Mm. of a bed of lettuce and it's actually better than
1: a sandwich. Did your doctor tell you to look for huge portions too?
2: <laughs> well, no. In fact, he said uh, uh, eat you know often, but don't don't uh, don't eat a lot. You know, yeah. eat a lot. So you eat like six times a day.
1: Wow. Lisa and I split. We stopped at a restaurant today as so we were out and about. We drove just because it was super hot, and we did a, a responsible thing today because. It was a, you know, the kind of a restaurant where the calories are all like 1500, you know, the meals are 1500 calories. And she said she fancied the um uh, what do you call it? Um uh pit, you know, the barbecue, uh essentially a barbecue sloppy joe. What do you call those things?
2: Like a pulled pork sandwich. Pulled pork. Or-
1: Thank you very much. I knew you would be able to help me with that. And um and I said let's split it which is something over the years I hardly ever say. Like my wife would propose splitting stu- stuff and I would look at her like Gollum when you were trying to take the ring away from him. And I would go, no,
0: it's mine. I a whole thing.
1: I eat whole thing. And I uh, said, so, but today I said, let's split it. And we split it. And it, it felt really good because, you know, it was tasty, but it was small. And then when I was done with it, I didn't feel like I overate. So I don't know if that would ever help you. To yeah, get half oh yeah. of something.
2: Well, that's that's what I like about this Pecos salad. Even when I eat it, I go, you know, that was just right. I yeah. didn't need that big that's bun good. with those empty carbs.
1: All right. Back to uh, Mr. Immortal himself, uh, which kind of shows that, you know, we're all a bit full of it Sumner Redstone. Uh, he said a lot of very famous things, uh, some huge quotes that you may recognize. Uh, And I'm not sure if anybody's aware of them, but um, his biggest quote that has been quoted so many times since, three words, content is king. You've all heard that.
2: You bet. I didn't know it started with him.
1: Yep. He said that someday he, rather than, uh, uh, oh, some say... Bill Gates coined that, but Redstone swore it was him. Uh, so I didn't even know that was controversial. I always thought it was a Redstone. Content is king. Now, as it turns out, I kind of disagree with that because um, distribution is king. And guess which business Redstone was in?
2: Well, I guess a little of both. He yeah. owned the content and also the channels to distribute it. He was uh, he he was locking up good content, both on the radio and, and television.
1: Yes, but and, he wasn't. Uh, he he didn't tap dance. He didn't. He didn't, didn't make perform. anything.
2: No, he was not a content uh, yes. prov- care, provider, Creative. but he was sure a content uh, accumulator, right. including our show. I mean, because when he saw something he wanted, he would pay more than other people to get right.
1: exclusive content. And and so what he was is distribution. Now, did he uh, own movie studios that made content? Yes, but his job was not to make any of that content. His job was entirely to distribute it. And so I uh, disputed content is king with someone a while ago uh, because I said, no, 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 distribution is king. And everything uh, that content needs is someone to distribute it and make money off of it. And if I make a great movie without Netflix, no one sees my movie, right? Especially now that nobody's flying
2: on any airplanes.
1: That's right. And uh, and so content is king. I always thought was him schmoozing content. Most people who distribute content and even the, you know, the bosses we had, they would look at what we did and they would go, oh, that's awesome. We need to have that for our distribution channel. Uh, But anyway, Redstone did say content is king. He made that famous. Uh, Here's another quote uh, from Sumner Redstone. Patience is a virtue That I do not respect. Patience is a virtue that I do not respect. If you're patient, you'll never go anywhere. It takes impatience to drive you to succeed. What do you think of that?
2: Not so sure I'm going to go 100% on that, but patience is not far from procrastination. Up, get to the
1: point. we got to move on to another yes, topic. Yes, I will say. <laughs> I'm that, just teasing. You know, patience
2: <laughs> can be, uh, procrastination can be disguised as patience. I sure, mean, absolutely. Just thinking about doing something and doing something, there's, there's a big line there, so... Uh, uh, but sometimes you have to wait for your opportunities, and you you know you have to be patient for that time to come, you know. And then you got to recognize that opportunity and seize it when it does come. And that I totally agree with him on. I
4: mm. think well, he may have a jaded perspective. Having enough money to buy the sun twice, you don't have to wait for anything. Patience is not something he ever had to have,
5: mm.
4: at least not in the portion of his life where we cared about who he was or what he did.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't uh, go back and read a Wikipedia on his early life. I just know him as a mogul.
4: Well, that's how you get get successful. You don't wait for stuff to come to you. Right. But make stuff happen.
1: Um, He, in 1979, was caught in a hotel fire that almost killed him. And he wrote a book called A Passion to Win, uh, where he talked about uh, the fire. He said... I was enveloped in flames. The fire shot up my legs. The pain was searing. I was being burned alive. Not a good time Mm -hmm. to have patience, by the way, at that point. No, that's one (laughs) place, yeah. Maybe the fire will go out and so on. Wow. So anyway, oh, here's another one of his favorite sayings. Um, He used to say, we bet the ranch. Uh, he said, we bet the ranch something like five to 700 million, uh, which is now worth eight billion when he talked about uh, purchasing Viacom. So he bought it somewhere between five and 700 million. He couldn't remember, you know, what's an extra 200 million here or there and turned it into eight billion. Not bad. Still, yeah.
2: still got like, I think, literally two shares of Viacom stock or something. Oh, this, do you? Yeah yeah literally because through all the spinoffs you know and things like we had cbs and then they had to split that up into yeah. cbs and Viacom, and all that and a very very small amount I, there's a few companies i inherited by uh, uh, uh comcast being another one somehow i wound up with a little bit of that oh, interesting Just through, because I had AT&T, I think, and I think, you know, all these companies have, you know, merged and unmerged and oh, yeah. everything. If you've had stock for, you know, any that it ranges in like the decades long, you wind up with stock you never even bought.
1: I think somewhere I have a, I have some CBS stock that was underwater that they awarded us when the show was doing well, but I think it's underwater, Joe.
2: Well, they were giving us stock options. Uh, that's what they oh, that's were what paying. that's what it was options, right. Yeah, they, they were paying us in stock into our retirement fund uh, for a long time. And not just us, but the whole CBS company. And that's when Viacom and CBS were were merging and then having to unmerge. Uh, they had to right. split them back up and everything. And, and we were rolling. I mean, the collective CBS stock and everything
1: was but rolling. But we never made any money on that. It was always underwater, as I recall. We were hmm. we were too late.
2: Well, that's my whole retirement, so I don't know how. No. You, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: CBS, oh, if you mean you purchased for your 401k some CBS stocks or some Viacom stock, that's different. I'm talking about grants of stock options, which would have a strike price. You'd have to actually buy the stock at some point or you would never have owned it. And, um, and, and every time I looked into it, it was, you know, the radio had already begun its gentle drift right into the couch.
3: Circular you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa, how the are hole. you? I'm
1: okay. Just a little more drip of morphine there. I'll be just yeah. fine. Yeah. So anyway, that's Sumner Redstone. He also said this. I've always wanted to win. It doesn't mean I always have or always will, but it's been my objective throughout my life. And I expect to live forever. And i'll do everything possible to bring that result about
2: and i'm all for win forever that's pete carroll's by the way that's that's his some win direction. forever win, that's Pete Carroll. Yeah. but what i'm not for is win at all costs i'm i'm yes. you know i i'm not for uh you know winning being the most important thing mm-hmm. i think winning is very important but not at the the, the you know sacrificing uh, other people or values and integrity
1: and things like that, nice. so I agree with you in principle, okay, moving <laughs> on <laughs> um, you've got some great audio today. you got to set this up for me joe you you already did a little bit off the air, but um Steve lukather is the guitarist with the band Toto, is that right? Yes,
2: and many other things. He's yeah. the greatest session guitar player going. he's a hired gun for so many great records, and he um you know i think it's funny because i'm becoming this guy a little bit too and i'll tell you uh after we talk about steve but he's kind of becoming the grumpy old guy in the yeah. neighborhood um, and uh he lives next door to some people who he feels starts the yard work too early in the morning uh, they get out there with the leaf blowers and lawnmowers what time in the morning Well, he says 7 a.m. is when this was going on. So, uh, to counteract the noise of of the uh, lawn work, Steve decides to take his amp out there into his yard and uh, and let his
1: neighbors hear what it is he can do. And it's free. It's a free concert.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a free concert. uh, Basically telling them good morning just like the leaf blowers are telling him good morning
1: oh that's so sweet of him let's see how that goes over Uh, I see the picture it's a video it's on Facebook it's probably also on Instagram it's probably a whole bunch of places if you want to see it look up Steve Lukather Lukather with a K and uh, it looks like he's about to start serenading his neighbor at 7am here we go (coughs) Got a dog there that looks like a pug. Is that a pug?
4: Yes. Oh, cool. The pug is
1: running away. (laughs) The pug has seen this movie before.
2: The good part's right here at the end.
1: Actually, now the pug is wandering back. Good morning. What did he say? Good morning.
2: Oh. said, good morning.
1: Well, that's very nice. If they're running leaf blowers, I think that's fair. Did he get in trouble? I don't no,
2: think so. Not so far. So. He, yeah. he got some attention for his new new record, which is coming out. I think so. That's, that's nice. Good. <laughs> I feel a little bit. I, I'm on both sides of that. I'm. Uh, I've become both the neighborhood nuisance and the grumpy old guy in the neighborhood, both this week, uh, for two different reasons.
1: So what, how, what are you doing?
2: Well, what I'm doing that makes me, uh, really probably the most annoying neighbor you could have is I had a 10 foot wall in the back of my yard. Uh, that is now a four foot wall so it involved lots of heavy equipment and lots of smashing up concrete and jackhammers now the problem is Uh, The guys who built the wall and me, we all got in a little trouble with the city. I'm not paying the guys to take it down, so they have to do it after they've worked all day. And man, I've got a lot of respect for these guys, even though we got in a little trouble together. There's some mighty hard workers.
1: And they're taking that wall down to the height that the uh, city wants it at, right? Do they have to bring it down to four feet? How does that work? Four
2: feet, yeah. yeah. And they have successfully done that. But the way they did it was... They go pour driveways all day and then they come to my house about 5 and they start the jackhammers up till it gets too dark to jackhammer. Oh. So so I am d- demolishing concrete in a residential neighborhood until so
1: 8:39 p.m. Uh,
2: Exactly, 8.39 yeah. p.m. And both of my neighbors, and I've switched neighbors recently, so I don't really have a relationship. When you relationship. say you switched
1: neighbors, where did you hide the bodies?
2: <laughs> well, they <laughs> one went to St. Louis and one died, literally, uh, okay. I, I hate to say. But, but you, know, you the didn't body. switch them. So who got switched... off easy,
4: the one who went to yeah. St. Louis or the one who died?
2: <laughs> they well, switched
1: <laughs> themselves. One of <laughs> them moved away. They switched themselves, yeah. Yeah. but
2: I don't have relationships. I mean, I live like most people. I have a house on either side of me that I consider my next-door neighbors. And, and I don't know been them? no i don't i that's feel funny. i feel terrible um uh and i really feel terrible now that i'm well like, bring literally.
1: over a casserole dish but have concrete chips in it that'll go <laughs> well, that, well.
2: That's, that's the hard part i do want to bring over something but the last thing anybody wants is strangers or even neighbors yeah. knocking on their door and in, well we in can of course yeah. but the
1: thing to do would have been to do it before these guys start this right
2: Yes, that yeah. would have been the thing to do, and and I yeah. didn't. It so Would have been now, a good time
1: to have a cauliflower pizza twenty years ago too. Well, but you can't I'm, fix I'm, that now.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking going to my local restaurant, which needs the business badly anyway, and buying yeah. a couple of just like fifty dollar gift certificates and Joe, I love you. Yeah. You know, and just say, I'm sorry, you know, I'm... By the busy. way, if
1: they're $100 gift tickets, I love you twice as much.
2: <laughs> well, I know, and they do have big families. They may yeah. go, you know, I don't know what to do about that. Uh, the well, gift no, certificate's I, in an
1: envelope. I was going to suggest, yeah.
4: yeah, just exactly that. I think it's you're spot on the money. absolutely and, and write, yeah. write a note and say, hey, listen, I had no idea it was going to be this impactful to you guys. I really wish it was a lot less intrusive. I'm so sorry. It'll be over before you know it here how take long will out, it take? Take a night to out away over. from away from the noise on us.
2: Well, the good news is we're pretty much done with the noise. We're down to two big loads of stuff uh, coming out of here of okay. rock, and then we'll be done. But the yeah. other thing that has my neighborhood talking about me is not that. It's uh, uh, I'm a bit of an activist on another level that puts me more in the Steve Lukather category. Oh, what are you Uh, an activist for? And Emily is pretty embarrassed about this, actually. She's glad she moved out before this happened. Uh, She thinks I'm becoming the grumpy old guy in the neighborhood. I was out walking bandit. You uh, mean
1: she thinks you're becoming what you just used your own words to describe yourself (laughs) as being?
2: Well, yeah, but uh, but but the like the you neighbors are you know are doing things wrong side. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm obviously doing things wrong on the construction, and I feel terrible about it. But I was out walking bandit a few days ago, and cars are just bombing by. I live on a pretty busy street, and what happened is you know when the whole world shut down and people quit going places everybody started going faster everywhere the ones that were still going because it's wide open roads plus everybody's dealing with packed traffic here all of a sudden there's no traffic it's like they're arresting people going 130 Mm -hmm. you know on the freeway my road is no exception people started going a little faster well it wasn't that big of a deal uh when we didn't have a ton of people but now The world's opened back up. The traffic has uh, come back up. The speeds have not come down. Mm. So I'm uh, out walking bandit watching people in a 25 mile an hour residential zone, uh, you know going 40 50 miles an hour and and i you know uh and i guess emily accuses me of just kind of being bored because it's summer but i got out my phone and i got on the next door uh app i don't know if you guys have that in your neighborhood what is that you can next door is a national app where you are in contact with all your neighbors we have
1: we have one like that it's called front porch
2: right and everybody's got one so i i jump on next door and i basically said you know um what's up with the with you know treating my road like a freeway i said you know i can is it the fact that we've defunded the police and don't have any cops i haven't seen any cops out here people are bombing by look
1: at you introduce divisive politics in sentence number two
2: well, that was—I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit here—but oh. I said I don't know if it's was a budgetary it three
1: or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if
2: it's a budgetary okay. issue or what, but uh, but I haven't seen a motorcycle cop because they used to work our area and keep speeds down, and and there's been no enforcement, so the speeds have kept climbing up. So. Uh, I'm quite proud. I got the top post uh, uh, in the neighborhood for the week because people started chiming in. And the vast majority were like, You're right. You know, p- people need to slow down and we need to deal with this. All right. And uh, the city contacted me and said, Because I said, you know, I said, i don't have a ton of time but if the city would give me a radar gun and something that looks semi official i'll sit out in my front yard with a you know (laughs) on a lawn chair and point it Uh at them and you know i won't write tickets but i'll at least let them know somebody's watching and the city got a hold of me and said well we don't we don't do that but what we could do is uh make sure we put a a speed sign you know if you if you will Take care of it and charge it up and plug it in when it needs it. We'll give you one of these speed signs to put out there. Nice. In front of your house? Yeah. Yeah. Or close to my house. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So they gave me one. And uh, um, I have a couple of issues with this sign. Number one is it goes to 30 and then all it does is blink slow 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 so it doesn't tell people how fast they're going past 30 so I still don't know how fast people are going but the funny part was um, you know I make a big deal out of this every neighbor jumps in uh, uh, and then the last thing a neighbor said is well I don't think everybody on your street agrees with you because this morning at 630 a.m. a white SUV pulled out in front of me and she cut me off and then she was gone i chased her down to the bottom of the hill but could never catch her until she was stuck at the light waiting uh for it to change to get on the freeway uh that uh, suv and that wonderful person was my wife heading to the hospital Uh, so so uh so I asked Kelly, I said, D- were you moving a little faster, getting to work? She goes, well,
1: I, I think I was a little late. So you busted your wife.
2: Well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to dare put that yep, on. Yep, um. yep, 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 yep. Yes, you did.
1: That's good. <laughs> and, and by the way. Anytime and you say you're ticket, not doing no. something, you know you're in the middle of doing it, right? Well, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll talk
2: about it here when it's just us and a few thousand random people, but I'm not going to dare talk about it in my neighborhood with my
1: Absolutely, I mean, because none of the people, your people in your neighborhood are not allowed to listen to this podcast. Well, no way, welcome, Jose. They're,
2: they're welcome to listen, but, but yeah. uh, that was a big mistake anyway, because right. I mentioned to Kelly, and she kind of said she sped, so then I kind of reminded her of that in another conversation about you know you can't uh basically you know if you live in a glass house don't throw stones i said we can't be the ones telling people to not speed and then be the one speeding and that did not go over well no she so doesn't that, like being caught no well she yeah. doesn't now she's
1: no longer she ne- didn't speed now the story has changed i oh. mean
2: it was like the lady was probably crazy
1: wow but, uh, your wife may be a Republican, by the way. I'm just guessing. It's oh, possible.
2: no. No. She's a... No? She's a, no. She is more... Uh, she's yeah. more of a...
1: She's uh, a liberal um, hypocrite then. Well, I just... She,
2: to, yeah, You never knew. She's more of a... Uh, of a. Well, she's more... not. She's not a Trump person. Let's just put it Let's that put way.
1: Let's put it that way. All
2: right. And I, and I said, are we going to put a Biden-Harris sign in our yard? And she claims no because she doesn't want... Yeah.
1: She says, I don't like people talking or knowing my politics. Now, you can buy your own solar-powered radar speed sign. Uh, and they're available in all different kinds of uh, configurations. Yeah, one, one that'll say your speed and then slow down if it's above the speed limit.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you can get one that, uh, my favorite one, I saw it in another town and it really tugged on my heartstrings. And it was like, it started flashing my speed and it said, please slow down. We love you. And I was like, oh, how can I flip the sign, a bird, when it's so, (laughs) you know what I mean? It was like a, it caught me by surprise. I don't see that on the internet, Uh, but the signs, uh, and they're cheap, Joe. it's uh, The good one is 2,640 bucks. Well, I've got yeah.
2: I got a top of the line one and, and it's chained to a pole, so nobody's <laughs> going to be taking. It, and, the, got, and the
1: city owns it. It must be the well, same kind of sign.
2: Oh there. yeah, the, and they offered me some options. It's like, well, we could give you a sign that says "Drive like your children live here." And I said, well, the problem is probably most of the people's children do live here. It's a, it's it's yeah, they don't care, that, and they're yeah. the worst drivers. Right, and I didn't want to. I didn't <laughs> want to big get, white like, SUV. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to put messaging. So, is it a
1: yellow sign?
2: Well, no, it's a big. It looks like a speed limit sign. It's Okay, it's, so it's
1: white. They they come in white or yellow. Yeah, yeah, It's white. And does it say speed limit on it?
2: Yeah, yeah, and then it flashes whatever you're yeah. doing. From I'm looking way at the, the sign the online.
1: You can buy it. Uh, speed limit twenty, and then underneath it says your speed, and then it flashes if you go above.
2: And I've noticed it works, but and I think the reason it goes like right from thirty to slow is it doesn't want to encourage people to try to hit a higher number. Right? <laughs> you know, if it if it if, it's, if sure. it went to sixty, some little punk is going to try to you know try to you know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, buy yeah. as fast as he
1: can. That's funny. It's, I I never thought about that, but psychologically, uh, people who sure. have a problem with authority. They're are going to try there. and get the highest number on that sign they can. <laughs> right, it's really but terrible. It,
2: it frustrates me because I want to know. You know, how fast they're well, going. And after thirty, it
1: just stops telling. So you. your tax dollars spent about four thousand bucks for that sign.
2: Yeah, well, I was, and that's what I was. I'm happy to see, you know my na- my neighborhood being served, uh, and and I was very impressed within twenty four hours mm. of. uh asking why uh we aren't getting some speed enforcement uh my city was in touch with me and you know they're offering some help and some solutions so mm-hmm. uh, kudos to the city of bellevue and the city of bellevue police uh, right, they have, wonderful story their budget has not been cut and they're, they're right. doing
1: a good job now i want to move on uh because there are several interesting stories today uh that involve and some and they're mostly from the pacific northwest but they 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 cover the whole country really the REI story i saw this morning in the washington post it's a massive national story uh but what it is is REI was building a spectacular headquarters in its bellevue right yeah yeah and a campus, a spectacular campus that had elements of its outdoor living, courtyards, rooftop decks, greenery, you know, it's going to be a show place for uh, people working in this business. And uh, they were supposed to open it this summer. And now REI announced they're killing the whole thing. They're going to sell their eight acre headquarters before anybody even moves in because they want to embrace remote work. Now this, and I'm sure you thought of this Joe too, but this is going to be a massive trend uh, for all the companies that figured out that they can save money by not having lots of office space. And uh, I don't know what the rumblings are there in Seattle about this, but you know who's going to buy it
4: well, didn't Sean Alexander warn us about this month ago
1: he did oh that it, that was within the first the flow, few weeks yeah. of lockdown he said you're yeah. going to watch uh, real all estate, this stuff change
4: commercial yeah. real estate prices are going to plummet crater yep
2: well my guess is Amazon will buy it but it's obviously on the market for whoever. Uh, REI is going to make out great on this. They're now they're now they're not in the hiking boot business, they're in the real estate business. They took a piece of property that they own outright, they developed yeah. it and now they're going to uh, sell it. But uh, So the yes. real
1: realtor in you thinks this is a win-win for them because that's still pro- awesome real estate and they won't take a bath on it.
2: Well, no, they'll make money on this. Um, And REI, by the way, I don't know if you remember what the other part of their name is. Co-op. REI Co-op. Anybody that buys stuff at REI owns part of REI. REI started as a way to uh get hiking gear and mountain climbing yeah but gear. it
1: kind of turned into like the discover card where they give you a little cash back at the end of every year you don't yeah, you really get dividends yeah you can't right. walk into rei and say uh look i've been an owner for a while just uh, put that jacket in a little bag for me don't ring it up okay
4: <laughs> right right but
2: what but see every what what they're they need to do is you know they're they're working more than just uh, the, for they're not like a you know like a, a public company in that sense so whatever they can do do to put money into the rei coffers all in theory goes to everybody who shops at rei right. so if they can you know if they can help their bottom line uh, and and by the way everybody is you know bleeding like crazy in retail right now oh, if, yeah. if they can make enough to keep them afloat uh, by doing this, that'll help them and all their customers. But, but you asked about commercial real estate. Yes, Seattle is freaking out. We have right now the city of Seattle, and I don't say we because I don't live there, but there are $350 million in the hole going into next year with no way of figuring out how to balance the city budget. And uh, Amazon and all these other companies are saying, work remotely as long as you want, which means – not only are the Amazon employees not uh, in their offices, but all little businesses around all these huge buildings have nobody to sell and anything.
1: No one's to. buying a chili so, at that cool little barbecue place on the hill right near Amazon because they're not having lunch. Yeah.
2: Everybody is sharing that with the last person in Seattle, please turn out the lights, which Ah. was a billboard. When I moved here in 1972, that was a billboard because Boeing was uh, in dire straits and everybody was leaving Seattle when I moved here as a 10 year old kid. So yeah, it's a, it's bad. It's a really scary, bad time. If you're in commercial real estate
1: now, if you're in any kind of small business, Uh, You know, small storefront businesses all got beaten up because Jeff Bezos took everything and Home Depot took everything. Little, you know, small town hardware stores and everything. You know, it was already headed that way. But anything you could buy online and have dropped off for you as opposed to go to, you know, little stores. Mm -hmm. The the little stores are all in restaurants and everything around them all getting crushed.
4: Well, yeah. but that that started long before Amazon got yes, to the big cities and yeah. did it. Walmart yeah. did that to real small towns, yeah, coast to coast for no, a decade.
1: Yeah, I mean this is a continuation of what was already happening, but uh, COVID nineteen has accelerated it. Oh God, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's it's crazy. Gasoline on a burning fire. How, how much is gas costing in Seattle? By the way.
2: It's a two seventy um, five ish. I yeah, would
1: say about uh, that, we buy so yeah, little
2: now. You know, you don't keep track. At least I do. Yeah, you don't go anywhere.
1: And it's what, down 60, to
4: seventy cents of so that's a tax here.
1: Yeah, it's a buck ninety nine over in uh, Claremont, New Hampshire, where I get it at the Cumberland Farms.
4: B- I bounced across the country for about sixty uh, percent of what we had allotted for fuel uh, because and you, of cheap gas across the country. You
1: saw how cheap it is in the Heartland. Oh God, yeah.
4: You oh, it's a buck ninety. Yeah, you know, easy.
1: It's crazy. Uh, Lisa and I are thinking about electric cars, though, but it's probably a little ways off. Okay, let's move on and then uh, say thank you to our listeners. Um, the, uh, The other story that I found somewhat interesting, Joe, was this Alaska Airlines mutiny. They call it a mask mutiny. An Alaska Airlines flight out of Spokane delayed Tuesday night because passengers refused to wear masks, even after a warning from flight attendants. And this flight was only going from Spokane to Portland. Like, you could hold your breath the whole (laughs) flight. (laughs) You know, you you climb, and then you start descending. Uh, So they had to deplane everybody. Wow. And flight 2698, 10 passengers in the back of the plane refused to properly cover their face. Once they were seated, they removed the mask below their nose and were not willing to put it back up.
4: That's, I I don't know how to. Well, how do you just, people, how do you be so selfish? And how do you,
1: I don't get it, you know? Uh, I do. Um, Some people feel strong by defying other people, some people like to break the rules.
2: Well, people think it's an infringement on their freedoms because they've yeah. been told by a lot of people, including some in authority, that it is. So yeah. they, they're they like, you can't tell me to wear a mask. The, you know, even the president says it's not, it's, you know, that's not yeah, what they the were saying. Yeah, the president
1: didn't say don't wear a mask on a plane and get in, you know, the president didn't say that. I th- I'd l- it, it would be fun to blame the president and certainly... Um you know, I'm not blaming
2: of- him. I'm just saying there's different attitudes in the country about yes. wearing masks in eastern Washington is a lot different than Western. And these are yeah. good Spokane, you know, freedom loving folks that, uh, you know, think yeah, that a,
4: a flight from Portland to Spokane would not have had that problem.
2: Well, uh,
4: but what unless if it they was were all Spokane they people? Were Spokaneers going home, <laughs> yeah, going home, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> so right though. At the freedom of uh, the freedom belt of America. I mean, we saw we saw that when we traveled yeah. across. The differences were night and day. Yeah, for how people viewed um, everything about life right now. Yeah, that's I, how divided, divided we are. Up,
1: I kind of understand it, unless there's a law. And I guess it is sort of a law. uh, Like, what's a rule and what's a law? And then what's a suggestion?
2: The uh, state of Illinois just made it a felony. If they had done that in Illinois, if you, well, they didn't directly assault anybody. But if
1: you. It is an assault in a way. Yeah. If somebody is. Smoking in a restaurant is an assault. It's the same thing as smoking, by the way. This is so much like when they started banning smoking everywhere
2: it is yeah. in a sense because it's yeah. what's coming out of your mouth that's affecting the health of That can of ruin my lungs yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's right.
4: insanely more potent yeah. than secondhand smoke and,
2: and in illinois if you get into a dispute about masks and you 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 know it's a felony now uh, yeah. if you hit hit somebody at costco or whatever by the sense. way
1: i love the way you say illinois it's just a great way to say it i've never heard it said that illinois. way illinois no one says illinois the way you say it
4: Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you really throw it reminds
1: that ass on me there, man. Of the term cement pride. pond, which I believe you have also coined. Well,
2: I was uh today I yeah. was in a conference call with people from Illinois and uh, uh, Indiana and North Dakota and Massachusetts and Washington and California and you really get a sense of Did you say
1: Massachusetts?
2: Yep, yeah, close I love that, to that one too. It's pretty Concord, good. not as Concord. good as Illinois
1: though, because Illinois it brings a whole new word into it. Yeah.
2: Good. Well, I'm glad you like my enunciation. I, I do always too. have. Yeah. Uh, Concord, <laughs> Massachusetts is uh, is uh, you probably know where that is, but uh, you know me and uh, the guy in Massachusetts, we're both like you know we've got the mass thing down. It's you mm-hmm. know everybody here is kind of down with it. But then you talk to a guy in uh, in Wisconsin, and he's like, I'm really worried. You know, nobody in my school is wearing masks. They all right, just think right. of it as an inconvenience. And, you know, there's a, there's a teacher down in uh, uh, southern Indiana close to Kentucky, and he's like, well, we've been in school for two weeks because we're all comparing notes on how this is going to go. And I said, oh, wow, you've already been in two weeks. How's it going? He goes, well, we've had six teachers quarantined and a few students. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, yesterday – teacher got started getting sick during class like really physically sick so they sent him home and he tested positive and now he's in quarantine and uh he said so we had to send 15 kids home too and i said what do you mean 15 kids he said well those were the ones in the class when he got sick so we I yeah. he might be exposed and says, oh, so they've got to stay home for three days and then they can take a test and if they're okay, they'll come back. I right. said, well, right. does he only teach one class? It's like, no, he teaches periods all day. Well, how about the other kids? Yeah. Well, they weren't in there when he got sick. I mean, theres it's yeah. so amazing to me it's, you know, how different attitudes uh, all around the country about this are.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really nutty. I'll tell you, people are a scourge on this planet. They should be purged from this planet. People, well, that's we, don't the, the, the planet. we don't know how to take we're, care of the planet. We don't know how to take care of each other. Well, we're on our way. Yeah. <laughs> Planets
2: working on that as quick as yeah. you can. Yeah. Mother Earth is uh, doing I mean,
1: thing. I plan to live forever, and I'm doing everything possible to make that happen. But, gosh, just crazy. Okay. Uh, let's move on and th- uh, thank some of our listeners and read some listener mail. We have, uh, let's see, listener feedback from podcast 67. Kelly Rogers said I thought your comment this is for you Joe was very insightful regarding blonde women and Trump obviously not all blondes are for Trump but an ungodly amount of them are what what is an ungodly amount by the way
2: well i've noticed uh when i uh, when i see just some blatant you know just really really blatantly loving trump and and frankly uh the anti-mass the whole thing and i said it last week and i i don't want to stereotype but
3: a lot
4: of times
2: every
1: time he says he doesn't want to do something he's in the middle of doing it sorry well
4: it's women with blonde hair
1: yeah absolutely
4: in a uh, ungodly amount apparently
2: yeah, well, that's Kelly's words, not mine. And she goes on to she goes on As to she say, "She sped down the street to your neighborhood." Someone no, else's not word. Kelly, my wife. Yeah. Kelly, the oh. person who wrote us this. Oh, oh different. <laughs> it's just Kelly Rogers. Yeah. No, and, and she says that both of her sisters are blonde, and both of them are yep.
1: love Trump. Uh, maybe it's because he finds blonde women beautiful. She theorizes, or maybe he's become the butt of all uh, blonde jokes. Uh, but suburban stay-at-home moms are mostly conservative to begin with, anyway. So that's what they say. Uh, Rich, Rich, Rab Vance—that's a cool name. Uh, he he called it. Is he the only one who got it right? Two people mentioned uh, mentioned okay. this, and and
2: great song by the way. I was just listening to that coincidentally a couple weeks ago, and absolutely no fabulous. And
1: yeah, so I played a Bob's Garage cut at the end of the podcast, sixty-seven. And I hadn't heard it in so long. It was probably the early 90s that we recorded it. And it's the legendary blues singer Duffy Bishop of mucho Seattle fame. And she used to sing at Teatro Zanzani. And she was wonderful. And she came in and just banged out Peace of My Heart for Bob's Garage. And uh, so two listeners got it. And I'm curious if they recognized the recording from being on the radio 25 years ago. Or if they just recognized her voice. Uh, Rich Rab Vance says, I loved seeing Duffy Bishop live, uh, sponsored by the city of Tacoma in the mid-90s before they built this thing called the Tacoma Dome. She used to play by the Pierce Transit Main Hub, an outdoor concert. So good, good call on that. I didn't think anybody would get it. That's when she was doing
2: Janice as a play. And yes, was, right. She took the role of Janice and the understudy for that. I don't know if you guys remember who the understudy was, but uh one of our ben. first encounters with her. I'm sorry. Well, what was that, Joe? The understudy for uh, Duffy during that Janice play. Like, uh, if something were to happen to Duffy, who would be the understudy to play Janice? Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. It was, it was Pam, what?
1: Pam, Pam Comstock. Pam. Yeah, who married Tobiason?
2: Yeah, oh, Pam oh, was it, what's,
1: what's his name? Toby Tobiason?
2: Yep. Yes. She, she sang. In fact, we should probably maybe play Honda Accord or one Let's of Let's play Honda Pam.
1: Accord and salute <laughs> Pam Tobiason. I yeah. also believe it or not, nice. uh, Pam Tobiason had a band called Daddy Long Legs. Sure. And they recorded in Bob's garage. And even though they never got famous. Um, they, they did some awesome. good stuff yeah. yeah so I will play that at the end so that's cool wow that's a blast from the past and boy was she a good sport because she was one of the first performers to agree to play at Stock. and oh you know, that's right her band got up and I was like and she was a you know
4: and changed the name to Daddy, Nutso that, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Not So Long Legs.
1: Daddy Not So Long Legs.
4: I'm not mistaken. Um,
1: yeah. No, but I mean, she was like, she was, a, she was kind of a, a hippie and really sweet, nice person. Oh, absolutely. And in a way, her Janice Joplin impression was almost more accurate, uh, I would say, than Duffy Bishop. But Duffy was uh, this yeah. massive blues singer who could pull off the whole show. And so Duffy had the job. But uh, but I remember boy, her. Janis Joplin blew us away. So all right, very good one, good blast from the past. Does Newt Stock still go on?
2: Uh, as far as I know, uh, yeah. I think they were coming up on some milestone on that thirtieth uh, anniversary or whatever. Mm. Uh, I believe, as far as I know, they're still still doing that one or, now. Of course, in the the age of uh, you know. Uh, uh, coronavirus. I don't think any summer events went no. on around here, and anything that where you can gather,
1: no. You know, you and if people. you're nude and you're wearing a mask, it's it's just gonna spoil the whole thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be. Uh, I guess you could. Uh, yeah. y- you gotta have
1: a mask. Have they, you, you know, seen that, Have you seen the nose bikini on Facebook? No.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The two piece. <laughs> yeah, it's a two piece. Tragic. Yeah.
1: One for the nose and one for the mouth, and it looks like a bikini. It's cute very cute but
4: it's too hot for a one piece
1: yeah 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 okay <laughs> all right uh what else joe what
4: uh,
1: we well
2: i i will say uh i i just saw this story uh and i do want to point out that the president still is doing some stuff uh today he uh he is uh, addressing a, a pretty important uh, issue that he wants to get dealt with uh, should his administration come to an end and uh that's how much water is coming out of his shower.
1: Oh, I saw this. This is great.
2: Yes, he this is, is, not, this a, is the- not a fan on the water saving shower head. At Neither all. am
1: I. I think the whole thing's stupid. Water goes in the ground and then we pump it back up.
2: Well, it's uh, uh, you're 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 given a, a flow of two and a half gallons a minute right. uh, out of your shower, and uh, and President Trump's thinking is. Well, what if you have more nozzles? You know, he says, uh, I I need two and a half gallons. He didn't say this, but he's what he's implying is I want my, the one that you know points at my butt to be strong, too. Uh, he didn't that say it, that. Well,
1: no, but and you don't he, want to he, put words in his mouth.
2: <laughs> well, he wants two and a half per nozzle.
4: visual in my head. Ever. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but well, he, yeah. he said he
2: wants two and a half a nozzle, not just two and a half. Yes, it's like you know, I don't want to spread my. T- he's. This is a quote. Uh, from uh, actually, this is from a Andrew DeLasky, the executive director of energy conservation. He says, You could have 10 to 15 gallons per minute powering out of your, shore, your shower head, literally, probably washing you out of the bathroom. This right. is the guy saying, you know, keep it the way it is. Uh, but Trump is, uh, and, and this came in during the Obama era. So anything that came in in the, the Obama era. Uh, he would like to. Actually, uh, I
1: think the shower uh, water restriction has been around for a long time, and and then the, and the light bulbs, the terrible light bulbs that are out, all those stuff has been. Uh, I remember yeah, us talking about it maybe a decade ago. or Well, more. 92, yep,
2: ninety-two, yeah. ninety-two is is okay. you're right about that. And uh, um, uh, but he would like to he would like to overturn that. I'm
1: and totally think, up with that. We don't need to conserve water. We have oh, plenty of it, water. No one's ever gone to the tap and go. It's dry. Go visit my mom in Tucson and talk about well, that. Well, that's her fault for living in Tucson. And those, well, those idiots you always say it's someone's fault when, when they live in a flood what zone a and it of, floods. Yeah. It's the same thing. Go <laughs> tell those you've been yeah. you've
4: been to the, places
1: where yeah. Water. Go tell, tell those
2: kids I'm, we met in Bangladesh. No, no. no, no. Spent half their day <laughs> carrying water. Sorry, Trump's got to get his
4: water. hair perfect, kids. Sorry, you can't have clean drinking water. See now,
1: look at you holding children hostage from foreign countries that aren't the United States. By the I way, didn't, keep I it didn't in say showers that, that we shouldn't be careful at all, but you know, if you want to pay for the water, use the water. I mean, you know, uh, the, the nanny state, you know, how would you like it Joe if uh, the government God. regulated exactly everything you could eat for your own good? Uh, if it was for my own good, and, and you know, maybe I would consider that. This is a dangerous path. You don't want to go yes, down <laughs>
2: but, uh, Well, I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm, 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 very, uh, I'm very bullish
1: on water. I yes. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, concerned. I, I'm hippish. Think- I'm a hippopotamus when it comes to water.
2: Uh, we interviewed Senator <laughs> Paul Simon probably 20 years ago, right. and that was the first time I ever heard anybody talk about you know what our real problem is going to be in this mm. world is water and, and fresh water and having enough.
1: It's a and problem in, in poor countries. It's a problem where there isn't go- a, a good infrastructure for wells. It's a problem in places that don't you know that that haven't become uh, able to handle it yet. But it's it's not a problem that you requires you to take a whole country and say I can't wash my rear. I already swore once today, so I'm not going to say anything
2: else. Yeah, well, it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a big problem through most of the west. I'll tell you where it's not a problem and I'm thinking about buying some property there because I expect it's going to go way up in value.
1: You're my favorite doomsday prepper, so where? Tell me.
2: (laughs) The the part of Washington State that is the lowest, cheapest real estate that nobody seems to really be interested in living, I suspect it's going to be a resort area in 10 years because there's going to be plenty of water
1: oh is this the place that has the giant lava
2: lamp in it no that's Soap blake i thought about uh i've yeah. been thinking about like a vacation home or a second home at some and point so blake.
1: is that off uh, your uh, that is out of your uh, off your short list now Soap Lake. well
2: Soap so is still on the list but two things have happened number one is the property values have gone way up out that way uh, in eastern washington and number two uh it's burning because there's no water and everything's too dry. So right. uh, eastern Washington has massive forest fires. Um, uh, so my thinking is the place that is the armpit of Washington, and most people would agree, I think it's going to become a really desirable area, and that's the aberdeen Hoquiam area down there uh, in ah. the South Puget Sound. You can buy an amazing house in Aberdeen for a hundred thousand dollars. you can buy literally I saw a castle for like 250. I mean yeah. kind of like a, like your old place So this
1: a- is a place with no jobs. A right. horrific amount of rainfall, a terrible climate that no one wants to live in.
2: Plenty of right. water, a.k.a. that's what <laughs> that's known of water. Water. if you uh, got to live in
4: like, an armpit, you want to wash it, you know what well, I'm yes, saying?
2: Yes, if, if the whole world dries up, that's the last place it's going to dry, uh, and that's going to be some really valuable land.
1: I have a, a song to take us out here, hang on. 1920 was the
2: year prohibition went into effect. This was the theme song.
5: <laughs>
3: how,
1: dry am, how dry I am. How dry I am. How dry I am. How dry I am. All right, that's uh, an example of the government telling you what to do for your own good. I thought it would be
4: most American thing you've ever said, <laughs> It
2: really is. Yeah. It's a lot better than the song Biden and Harris used today uh, to close What's their the thing is? out. What? What? It was like... Some royalty free production music that I would have my kids what? use. I mean, it was, it was no, you know, it was literally like some kind of, it almost sounded like this. It was like a weird circus music or mm-hmm. something. It's like, when, come when on, they made where's their the, announcement yesterday? Yeah. Where's the big signature, you know? Uh, oh, you mean Lyd-Mac you, you got to pick a
1: classic rock song like Don't Stop Believing or yeah. Journey or. Uh, right. They don't right.
4: Stop and, Thinking About Tomorrow. Right yeah. yeah it was Mac. literally,
2: it was like generic circus music. And yeah. I almost feel it is royalty free probably i was expecting something a little more climatic i yes. guess
1: what were you thinking like how black i am how black oh, i, I am <laughs> no, i <hadn't laughs>
4: thought about mean <it> that <laughs> you really
1: yeah by the
2: way you know who uh i don't know how how much you've watched her but she will remind you of somebody uh miss harris if you who does she oh
1: i know who she reminds me of a salesperson we used to work with at KISW, correct?
2: She reminds me of our
1: boss from
2: oh, CBS.
1: Lisa Decker, a little She's bit. She's a yes. black Lisa
2: Decker. she, yeah. she uh, not super black, but somewhat black Lisa Decker.
1: So Lisa Decker <sighs> is a white Lisa Decker then.
2: Yes, yes. I never but saw I mean, color,
1: she, so you're just finding no, out about but, this now.
2: Well, what I see in both of those women, yeah. tremendous confidence, tremendous uh, intelligence, tremendous nah. being able to own a room. I knew Kamala Harris would be... Uh, you know, when we started watching those early debates, and right, I don't right. know how if you watched any.
1: But so, I she, thought she reminds me a little of Terry, um, Terry Brown, remember?
2: Oh, yeah, there's I another tremendously yeah. so intelligent, if, confident woman. Yeah, yeah if Terry Brown
1: and Lisa Decker morphed into each other to be like that, but
4: you know who I she really it,
1: reminds me of, and I the thought rest he was going
4: to say world. your your wife, Bob. I really did. I thought he no, was no. going to say Lisa, I'm scared to scared crap.
2: Well, go ahead. Who she reminds everybody of, and not for obvious reasons, is Maya Rudolph. You know she's oh to Maya is going to do her it. on
1: Saturday Night Live again. She's yeah. going to have to
2: come, yeah. come back for that one. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited right. uh, that she's around, and I, I think uh, you know she knows how to to look a, a, a camera in the eye like it's a person and talk to you, and that is a skill that not all politicians or people no, have. True. She's a no. master with a master, Biden. Master, I got to go.
1: Up here. Oh, he, My eyes are he, up here,
3: He <laughs> bores
2: me, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to miss that. I mean, yeah. he bores me. He, uh, you know, uh, I, the thing about Trump is it's an adventure. It's not boring and wow. it's been great entertainment in a way. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, but maybe we need some boring. Maybe we that, need some, you know, measured. Responses.
1: That is the democratic plan. Okay. Guys, it's, we've said it all. It's been a great night and, uh, I want to thank you. Let's let's whip out some uh, Pam Comstock, Pamela Tobias, and uh, from the past and some Daddy Long Legs and play a Bob's garage cut and a twisted tune. And uh, and thank you all for listening. Bob Spike and Joe
5: import it goes like this Oh Lord won't you buy me a Honda Accord Mercedes insurance I cannot afford if I drove a Porsche I'd still be ignored Oh Lord won't you buy me a Honda Accord Oh Lord won't you buy me some silicone implants. The breasts that you gave me don't shake when I dance. Them doctors make mountains of hills made for ants. Oh Lord, won't you buy me some silicone implants. Oh Lord, won't you find me a good-looking male, my boyfriend is lazy and big as a whale, spends all of my money when he's not in jail oh lord won't you find me a good looking male everybody oh lord won't you buy me a honda cord mercedes insurance i cannot afford my cars held together with a big bungee cord so lord won't you buy me a honda card? That's it. <laughs> you possess the lock and key To all I feel Take away my dignity Now I beg and steal Left here on my own again So it seems Without a needle i try to mend all our broken dreams Is a hide in the shadows Till I know your love Has gone down Hide in the shadows Till I know your love Has left town I'll be sadder The wiser When I know you
0: Rivers in the morning. Roger Ebert will tell you what's up with the movie after it's released, but Harry Knowles' website, one of the hottest sites on the net, ain't it cool news? Well, they'll tell you about what's happening with the big Hollywood productions before they're even in the can. One movie making news this week is the next Star Wars film. It's not due in the theater for several months, but Attack of the Clones is already getting people talking. And in fact, Uh, I was talking the other day. I hate that movie title. It's the dumbest B-movie, horrible movie title. You know, uh, there was uh, a bunch of people commenting on the website. Someone said, uh, I just got over the Jar Jar Binks thing, and now this piece of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Attack of the Clones. A brilliant B-movie title. Horrible. Uh, Let's find out what, uh, what Harry is hearing and what he knows about the movie. Harry, good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, doing fine this morning. All
0: right. You have a very successful website.
3: Well, it uh, seems to be updated every day. Yeah. That's uh, the key but, for a lot of it.
0: But you've, you've become a point, like Matt Drudge has for politics, you've become a point where people feed you information and you tend to know what's going on with movies ahead of time.
3: Well, I try to.
0: All right. So you're not going to speak about any of your sources, right?
3: Well, the, the sources are, you know, all different types of people. I, I've sort of started the fight with the idea... In the theory that um, everyone comes across some piece of movie information before everybody else, and you know, my place is just a place to trade that information back and forth.
0: Now, do you? Uh, I mean, you get emails probably anonymously from like key grips, best boys, hairdressers, all those types of people. Well,
3: usually, they write with with all their names and contact info, and, so I, and then I have to make them anonymous
2: because you need to at least verify your sources before Absolutely. you put a look
4: at and you would never bust a plot open early like that guy Drudge did, would you? I mean, Matt Drudge put out the end of the Planet of the Apes movie three days before the movie came out and caught a ton of grief.
0: You, you would never do that, would you? He would have paid for that information. That's a sore point with Harry, but Is it a sore point, by the way? Yeah.
3: Well, you know, the, um, the thing that Matt Drudge did with um, the Planet of the Apes spoilers was just... I don't have a problem with running spoilers. In fact, I had already run the particular thing that Matt Drudge... Um, had put in a headline, but I had labeled it as spoilers. How oh, should you give people the
0: option if you want okay. to open your presents before Christmas? They're yeah. in the attic on the left-hand side at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And then if you don't want to open them, you don't have to. All
3: right. And as I'm- opposed
0: to putting in the what was the headline? um... You know, end of movie. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see that. I respect that. So he, so you will spoil movies.
3: Um, but not without spoiler warnings, uh, and okay. clicks. So, so let's do
0: a warning now. Let's do a warning and then spoil something. All right? We're about to spoil something. Uh-oh. What uh, what's spoil? the best spoil you got right now?
3: Oh, uh, see, I- I'm just totally against, actually, me me <laughs> saying spoilers. just yeah, want to be out of tape <laughs> doing that. Uh, see, I mean... Well, see,
0: so we give people it's, warning it's, they could turn like, the radio down.
3: Yeah, it's, it's like when, um, uh... When the whole plan of the Apes Saint was coming about, um, I refused to read the spoiler myself. I actually had a friend of mine uh, read through the review and see if it had a spoiler because I didn't want to know how the movie ended.
0: Okay, Harry, you are an incredibly nerdy guy. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Alright Harry, uh, let's talk about the Star Wars movie because this was controversial this week. Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. A lot of people were pissed off at the title. They thought it was really not worthy. Especially since George Lucas screwed up so bad on the last movie. I mean, we all agree it was boring, plotting, long. Yes, we do. It was horrible. <laughs> well, Mike <laughs> in my headphones. It was a either. horrible movie. Wouldn't you agree?
3: It... It was not what everyone wanted it to be. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, Including George Lucas. I mean, I mean, you know what? I could buy the DVD
0: for nine really bucks, and I'm not even interested.
3: He really made the movie for kids. And if you see the movie with an audience with of kids, it's a lot of fun. Mind. But for adults, the movie's just dead.
0: Yeah, it is. Okay. So, and, and I don't know any kids that really liked it either, actually. My kids were bored. Huh. Um, so, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Yeah. What's going to uh, happen? Let's see, well, Clones Will Attack.
3: Actually, you know, <laughs> Spoiler. If, if you wanted to warn people about spoilers um, and turn their radios down a little...
0: Okay, turn your um, radio down if you don't want to know. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, the, the real sort of irony of that title is clones don't even really come into the film till the very end. And then they're not, you know, they're on the side of good. They're, they're not even bad guys. The they're
0: time. not attacking...
3: I think they're attacking with Jedi against another foe, is um, the way it's uh, coming about right now.
0: Now, are they all Jar Jar Binks? Do they clone Jar Jar Binks <laughs> no, <laughs> just to totally kill the series? Jar Jar's
3: hardly, yeah, hardly in this uh, this version. Of he's him. in it, though. You said hardly. Yeah.
4: He's in this? He's
3: oh, yeah. Been, oh. He's uh, in the 20 years or so since the last film. Uh, Which is in the plot line, his character is supposed to be like some general or something.
2: Is that due to contractual things? Did they sign that dude for like more than one film? People hated Jar Jar. Do you know why?
3: Uh, Because he was a CG version of Stephen It Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
4: Was he in the original books? I mean, why is this character living on?
3: Harry. I Earth to that. Harry. Oh. I didn't hear that. Was he
0: in the original books?
3: Um, what? Jar Jar in the original books? Yeah, he was in the, all the originals. Okay. Uh, the scripts. For, but did he speak
0: uh, with a with a with that accent in the books?
3: Um, <laughs> when George wrote all the dialogue uh, for the character, it was always that Miso loves. It was exaggerated dialogue. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: Alright, and now, um, so the Star Wars movie Attack of the Clones doesn't have any clones, and they don't attack, so that's nice, you know. <laughs> and uh, and what else can you tell us about the movie? Is it going to be is it going to be a story this time?
3: Um, apparently, yeah. Uh, you know, my my thing with Star Wars, you know, I got the script for the uh, first one uh, way in advance.
0: You did. You get the and, script in advance,
3: and I had read it, but I had read it with a completely different tone. You know, I mean. If you hadn't experienced the nightmare that was Jar Jar Binks, um, you couldn't read the character as being that awful, you know? <laughs> it's just, it, it, it on the page, it just wasn't there. As soon as you saw the movie and you went back and read the script, then you realized how horrible the script was. But reading the script just carte blanche, you know...
0: So it looked good on paper.
3: It looked good. And, um, you know, I actually thought that the, uh, the accent would be more Hindu, uh, because that's the way that I read the character
4: off the page. Well, me and, so late like to uh, give you a slurping example, and beef jerky right now. <laughs> me so going to be open 24-7 until I get my wife and family to this country. <laughs>
3: one
2: uh, thing one it, thing I read about this one, Harry, uh, that is happening is that at this point, after all these years, C-3PO and R2-D2, not the characters, but the actors themselves, I hate, each other. hate each other's guts and will not even appear except on screen together. They won't go uh, set next well, to Well, the R2D2 guy through. is a
0: midget, right? I'm
3: yeah. assuming.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. got to be yeah, pretty small. And,
3: um, if you uh actually ask Anthony Daniels about him uh when the mic is off, he'll he'll say something uh Baker's a nasty little fellow. You know, hmm. he he really doesn't like the man. <clears throat> and the feelings mutual. Um <laughs> They just don't like one another, and they haven't liked did you one not, another. Did you not
0: understand that question? Do what? How do you feel about that?
3: Well, you know, I, I've always been upset that, you know, R2 didn't get the lead role. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> He's not just a garbage can with blinky lights. All right. Ain'titcoolnews.com. Yeah, here's how you find it, folks. It's www.ain't-it-cool-news.com news.com so you actually if you just spell the words without the dashes you don't get there right
3: no, actually you can't oh, can. either yeah, way it's is good yeah, Okay, it's good.
0: ain't it cool news.com harry knowles uh, kind of nerdy kind of geeky but still a pretty cool dude and he knows a lot about movies and you can find lots of interesting things on the website uh, you do talk a little bit about lord of the rings i'm a huge token fan i know nothing just tell me will i be disappointed or is it going to be an epic
3: um it'll be better than the books
0: better than the wow. books I read I them twelve the scripts,
3: times. Uh, the scripts read better than the book. No kidding. Um, the characters are more focused. Um, there's more depth to them. Uh, they're better rounded uh, characters now. Still
4: Elijah Wood um, though, buddy. Do what? I, still Elijah Wood is Frodo. I don't. I, I just don't think that kid's up to doing it.
3: Uh, you'll you'll be surprised.
0: Have you seen clips, dailies, anything?
3: Um, I've seen around forty-five minutes of the film. Oh. Wow. You are so
0: cool, even though you're a bit of a (laughs) nerd.
5: You are cool now. (laughs) Yeah. Harry, can I hang out with
0: you? (laughs)